Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated, evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Welcome back to the Autism Helper Podcast. Now we are getting into back to school season and I don't know about you, but I'm kind of loving that this back to school season feels a lot more normal. It feels very different than a year ago and it feels like we're really getting back to where things should be. But there are some special considerations to think about this year because of the last year and a half and thinking about where our students might be and all of those challenges that you had the last year and a half ago and what that looks like for our learners. And that should change how you approach going back to school and welcoming your kids into the classroom. But before we get into that in today's episode, I want to take a minute to truly recognize how hard teachers and educators and clinicians have worked over the past year and a half. Think back to March 2020. I mean, maybe we've all blocked that out of our head. But teachers were asked with almost no warning to completely change almost everything about the way they did their job. And they did. They changed everything the way they about how they did their job. And then they changed it again and again and again and went from virtual instruction to in-person to hybrid to in-person with more rules to in-person with different rules. And when I think about how teachers really took on these challenges, the word that always comes to mind is resilience. In the face of obstacles, in the face of struggles, 
teachers persevered and they did what they are the best at doing. They problem solved, they thought out of the box, and they made the best of the situation that was given to them, right? As educators, that's what you're used to doing. Oh, no supplies? Okay, I'll make it work. Oh, not enough teachers and not enough staff in my classroom? I'll make it work. And not that that's great. I wish we had a different education system that supported teachers more, but you guys truly rocked it. And I want you to just take a minute and and kind of own that and sit in that for a minute that the last year and a half was really hard and you did an amazing, amazing job. I do not want you stuck in your head of, I should have done this. I could have done this differently. Think about all of the you know, the struggles my kids had and they're going to come back to my classroom and they probably regress so much. Don't worry about that. Everything that you could have done, you did and you did it well. And you were, you were there for your students and your students were just so lucky to have you during this really hard time for all of us. So from me, thank you. From all of these families, the thousands and thousands of families that are in this huge community of all the teachers that are podcast listeners, thank you from them too. And I want you to really you know, be proud of what you accomplished in the last year and a half. And going back, going towards this new school year, Really feel thankful that things are more back to normal and know that you can handle really any challenge that comes your way. So in today's episode, I want to talk about returning to the classroom after COVID. And you may have already been back in the classroom. You likely were in some capacity, whether that was hybrid or whether you were just fully in person the whole last year. It was a different type of in-person, right? So let's talk about this back to school season and how the start of the year for your learners should look a little bit different than in years past and what considerations we need to make and what changes we need to make. The first overarching strategy that I want to share is to give grace to you, to your students, to your staff, to your administrators, to the bus driver, to the custodian, to everyone. If your school maybe was hybrid most of last year, they were not at full capacity. The staff of your school is not used to having all of those bodies in the building from the custodians to the school, you know, the cafeteria manager to the secretary. It's going to take some time for everyone to get readjusted back into, you know, quote unquote, a normal school day and school year. So if things from, you know, the garbage not getting taken out to the clerk not responding to your email to the school bus system being messed up aren't kind of meeting your expectations, take a breath and give everyone a lot of grace. Give yourself a lot of grace. Do not expect that this September will look like the September of 2019, that you're just going to like come in roaring with ideas and this, and we're going to all like just be back where we were. And if it takes you some time to adjust to this new schedule, that's okay too. So give yourself some grace. And last, give your students a lot of grace. This is really what we're going to be focusing on for for most of this episode is that we want to really take the time to acknowledge a lot of the challenges that our kids had over the past year and a half and how that may be demonstrated in the classroom. So in the last year and a half, we you know completely changed our lives and educators changed how they did their jobs. And so our, our kids' lives changed too. Our students' lives drastically changed overnight. 
And a lot of our kids are students that thrive off of structure and routine and knowing what to expect. And that was all really pulled out from under them. Now, if you were back in person in any capacity last year and students were back in person, keep in mind there were a lot of changes to what back in person looked like, whether it was social distancing or wearing masks or different materials that were and were not allowed in the classroom. Your classroom was not the same as it was when your students left in March. So whether they are just coming back now for the first time or they've been back all year, it's different. And we want to really acknowledge how hard that change may be for some of your students. And there also may be a kind of struggle with a misconnection. I've been thinking a lot about the right way to phrase this. So previously before COVID, you may have had a really great connection and relationship and rapport with your students. And these changes that came were not your fault, of course, but there's that break in in that connection and that relationship because students, you know, have not experienced the same relationship with you than they that they had in the past because maybe they were virtual, it was through Zoom, or they were only in school a certain amount of times a week, or you were wearing a mask. I mean, that alone is going to affect your relationship with your students. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And keep in mind, a lot of our students relied on body language and um, the way our facial expressions look to understand when we communicate. So suddenly there is this big change in their schedule. When they reconnected with their teacher, it was different. So there may be some kind of work we have to do to redevelop that relationship and that connection. And not that we're not going to be able to do that, but it's almost like there's just this little error in our connection, right? And we want to just get back to a place where it's really a strong connection. So there's going to be some work to do to reestablish trust, to reestablish the confidence that our kids had in us, knowing that like we've got them. Like that's the feeling I always want students to have with their teachers, that like the confidence in them, that their teachers, they have their back. They are going to take every step they can to do the best they can for each learner. So we may just have to spend some time in the start of the year reestablishing that connection. So how do we do that? Well, my answer to that question is my tried and true answer of routines and reinforcement. The start of the year, August, September, The start of the year is not about IEP goals. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. The start of the year is not about IEP goals. The start of the year is not about data. 
Yeah, I said that. I know. I love data. You know me, but it's not about data. It's not about creating this beautiful Pinterest classroom with matching bulletin boards. It's not about making sure our data systems look perfect or getting our independent work system up and running. You may touch on some of these things, but the focus of the start of the year should be on two things, routines and reinforcement. And if that's all you accomplish for the first month of school, you're doing it right. And your year is going to be amazing. If you feel pressured by week two, by day six to like, oh, I got to get the data going and I got to get this and blah, blah, take a breath. That's not what day six is about. That's not what week two is about. It is still about routines and reinforcement. Give yourself a full month of that. Yes, a full month of routines and reinforcement. Within that, you'll start adding in some of those components slowly, but this is not, that's not something you're going to stress about. That's not something you're going to force. If it happens to, you know, sneak in in week two, cool. It should feel natural and easy though, because the focus of the first month is routines and reinforcement. So let's break down what that means. Let's start with the second part, reinforcement. Your goal in the first month of school is to make your classroom a place each of your students wants to be. And you want to establish yourself as a person your student wants to be around. You've maybe heard me say this before, but you have to be the chocolate chip cookie. I mean, everyone loves a chocolate chip cookie, right? I would eat a chocolate chip cookie every day for breakfast if I could. That's what you want to embody. Be the chocolate chip cookie. Your classroom is a chocolate chip cookie. It should be amazing all the time. If the student loves playing Angry Birds on the iPad, guess what? They're going to play Angry Birds on the iPad and you're going to play with them. If your student loves Minecraft, you are talking about Minecraft. You are drawing pictures of Minecraft. You are printing, you know, sheets about, I don't even know, I don't know enough about Minecraft to know even what you'd be doing, but you'd be doing a lot of Minecraft stuff, right? You are going to be doing things that are fun, that are on topic with what the student is interested in. If your student is obsessed with Latin singers, guess what? You are listening to Latin music. You are talking about his favorite Latin singers. You are dancing. It's going to be a party, a fiesta. It'll be great. Things that your student is interested in are now things that you're interested in. Things that your student likes to do are things that are going to be readily available in the classroom. Yeah. Now, you may get pushback from staff on this. You know, it's going to be week two and they're going to be like, okay, let's get working. And you could do some work, but it's going to still be in the, in the realm of chocolate chip cookie land, right? We're going to be making it fun. We're making it exciting. We're making it engaging. That is the goal. Along with that, and that's why I think these things work so well together, reinforcement and routine. It just sounds better though when I say routines and reinforcement. So I don't know about you guys, but I thrive on routines. I like knowing what comes next. I like knowing what the expectations are. I like knowing the order of events. And so do a lot of students with autism. So that's what we want to give to them in the start of the year. We are providing this chocolate chip cookie land and all this reinforcement within the structure of a routine. So it's predictable. It's not like haphazard, let's just like run around and blow bubbles and watch movies. We're going to add that routine in, right? But we're doing that in a way where there's still a ton of reinforcement. So within this first month, we're starting to learn our schedule. 
We're starting to learn the stations of our classroom. We're starting to transition between stations. But guess what? At those stations, it's not IEP work yet. It's not collecting data on new goals yet. It's fun stuff, right? So what this might look like, let's get into like some examples here is you may set up the schedule of your day. Students are going to be following their schedule. They're going from independent work to teacher time to guided reading groups. But when they get to teacher time, you're not busting out your data binder yet. Instead, you're going to be like, hey, let's draw pictures from the new movie Luca. Did you see it? Do you want to draw it? Let's draw a picture of Luca. And when the students go to guided reading, the paraprofessional that's running guided reading is going to read a book about dogs because the student loves dogs. And then you're going to look up dog videos on YouTube and it's going to be the best, you know, center ever. So within each center are going to be those chocolate chip cookies, but you're teaching now the rotation of the room. You're teaching students how to follow their schedule. You're starting to teach your staff what the schedule looks like, but we're not adding in the work yet. So that's how you can really marry these concepts of routine. We're establishing a routine, but we're adding in the reinforcement and we're making our classroom a place the student wants to be. So now they know what to expect. When students have a predictable environment, this leads to less anxiety, this leads to less problem behaviors, and this leads to more independence. So we're already starting to establish that on day one by starting to work on these routines. And then by adding in a lot of reinforcement, and establishing ourselves as a chocolate chip cookie, this is making the classroom a place the student wants to be. They want to work with you. They want to be engaged with you. They want to be around you. And that is the best place to be to start from. Okay, so remember, you have my full permission to take the first month of school at least and focus on your R&R. Not rest and relaxation, routines and reinforcement. Think chocolate chip cookie, think schedules. That's our goal, Right. That's where we want to get to. And if you are seeing a lot of challenging behaviors, if you are seeing students that have maybe regressed a lot from where they were two years ago, you're giving yourself that grace. You're giving the student that grace. And you know that you're going to get back to that place. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum. Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.